This podcast is not safe for work and will feature movie spoilers. It will feature scenes described of a graphic nature. It will contain language which most listeners may find offensive. Welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. Hi everyone and welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. This is bonus episode 412. I'm your host Duncan McLeish. Welcome to the show. Up on this bonus episode, dropping on Thursday, is another one of those shudder and go. This uh, sub-series new thing that we're trying here uh, came into effect last week. So you can jump back and check out the episode I dropped this time last week and hear the genesis of the grain of the idea which spun out of not having an episode to put out so I thought I'd spin it over. It's very simple I post two movies from Shudder that I've not seen before on the Facebook group page give you a finite amount of time, a couple of hours to vote on them and then on the day that vote closes I watch the movie and then do an instant review right after it so you're just getting the pure raw reaction. That's right, raw dog in this reaction, straight into these episodes. Unfiltered, unthought of, prone to mistakes, most likely. But yeah, this is the second one. And for the second one, off-season one out, which I'll be honest, I was kind of excited about because off-season is directed by a guy that I have a lot of time for, in Mickey Keating, who has in the past made at least one movie that I've genuinely loved. <laughs> Darling, I thought, was a fucking great movie. Um, he has also done Carnage Park, which I wasn't as keen on. Uh, he did Psychopaths, which I did enjoy. And now he's back doing off-season. So we will find out what I made of the movie after the first break. Before we get to that, though, let's catch up with where we are, ladies and gents. This is your, what, this will be second to last episode dropping this week. Penultimate episode dropping this week this one is uh yeah your shudder and go on sunday you get an arrow video assortment and then as of monday next week and for the next 10 weeks you'll be getting four summer series episodes dropping every single week plus additional content so it's gonna be very busy is what i'm saying on the teapots collective tomorrow you're getting the long awaited where to begin with i just have to mix it down and then i'm happy that episode can go out there and uh, yeah everything else on that channel is a bit sporadic at the moment because summer series y'all and that's you all cut up so let's do this shall we i'm gonna take a short break just now you're gonna hear promos for shows that i love you're gonna hear the trailer for off season when i return i'll be discussing that movie and i'll be doing it right after this This is a test of the emergency podcasting system. Listen to the Psychosemantic Podcast. Politics, movies, and political movies. Find us on Facebook, iTunes, Stitcher, legionpodcasts.com. The Psychosemantic Podcast. Listen to me. 
please come at once. Your mother's grave has been vandalized. This is an emergency. I have to get to the cemetery as soon as possible. Please. She didn't want to come back here. She didn't want to be buried here. There's something wrong with this place. This island ain't very big. I'll be a real friend to you. Can we please get out of here? Yes. Jesus. What the? This is the way we came? It's been one road we've been on the well, entire time. Well, turn around. We've got to get out here. that the people on this island made a deal with a demon. George? Are you here? Hello? Help me! What is happening right now? Demons and sea creatures? You never should have come back here. No! Frightened, dear. Can't let you go, miss. It's quite beautiful, you know. The island. And welcome back, ladies and gents. You've just heard the trailer for Off Season. This one is written and directed by Mickey Keating. The movie itself stars Jocelyn Donahue, Joe Swanberg, Richard Brake, Melora Waters, Jeremy Gardner, April Linscott, Jonathan Medina, Elsa Shin, Jess Varley, Larry Fezzedin, and various other folk in the movie. The synopsis for this one is listed on IMDb as after receiving a mysterious letter, a woman travels to a desolate island town and soon becomes trapped in a nightmare. So, yeah, like I said in the upfront, I am big old fan of Mickey Keaton in that of his four features to this point. I've enjoyed two, like really enjoyed two, and been so-so on the other two. I wasn't like the biggest fan of Pod either. I, I kind of found Pod a bit ponderous would be the word that springs to mind. So I was kind of curious about this one. One, because I knew I'd played at Fright Fest um, in London and that's usually a, a relatively good sign, not always, that the movie is coming from quality and or stock. And also, uh, you know, it was making its way to Shudder and it's a name that I recognise. So a couple of those things factored together made me excited. Um, now... Uh, <laughs> I'll be honest, these reviews are always short for Shudder and Go because I want to give you my gut reaction. Big old disappointment in this movie, if I'm honest. Um, let's, let's talk about what I enjoyed about it. I thought the the actual setup to the movie, really, really, really good. I enjoyed the, the kind of whole idea of being called back, even, even if the justification for being called back seemed a bit mm, far-fetched. But I, I love this idea of being called back to an island, you know, holiday resort thing um, and arriving there and everything being a bit off something very kind of folk horror about that and I, I kind of enjoyed that aspect I like the weird villagers that thing you know once again it kind of worked for me uh, I liked the way the story for the most part unfolded for the first half of the movie found it quite interesting like uh, you know parts of the island which 
like roads seem to change on a whim. Um, you know, certain interactions with certain characters felt like off kilter. Almost a kind of calvair approach to certain characters' behaviours, or like a scene in a bar where someone starts dancing weirdly. Like all these things kind of, I was like, there's, there's something at play here, there's something quite mysterious. And then the movie like continued to reveal its secrets to me, and that's when we'll start to get into the negative aspects that I had in the movie. So I thought that was, I thought like the, you know, the, the kind of setup. It's pretty cool. I thought the acting across the board was really good here, and there's a great cast. Jeremy Gardner and his small role that he has is brilliant. Big fan of Jeremy Gardner. Will literally watch him in anything or watch any of his movies. Um, Richard Brake. That was a very like shocking surprise. He showed up playing a wait for it very Richard Brake role. Uh, Joe Swanberg, haven't seen him in God knows how long. I think the last time I saw him in an acting role might have been your next. Uh, and Jocelyn Donahue is an actress that I've seen before that I quite enjoy. Larry Fesden is Larry Fesden. He'll be somewhere in the background, most likely dying. That's what happens to him in movies. So yeah, the acting, good. Script, a bit iffy. Um, certain phrases and certain sentences were a bit kind of like, would someone say, would a grown adult say that? I'm not entirely sure. But we can sometimes forgive certain aspects of, of a script in favour of, is it leading to something worthwhile? Movie's also relatively short. This is an hour and 23 minutes long, so that gets you tick. You know, it's, it's a movie that understands that it maybe doesn't have enough plot to make it longer than that, so let's keep it in. And that's maybe about it. The negatives sadly outweigh the positives on this one. Um, I suppose the first big negative for me is I totally saw where this was going. Um, completely saw where this was going and as a result that kind of kind of weighs it down for me. It was a very predictable, very safe ending to a Mickey Heaton movie who usually does slightly kind of bizarre endings in these movies. Uh, so, like, if you've seen Darling, I mean, that's a movie which, you know, gave me not an ending that I was expecting. So I was kind of expecting the same here, but it ended up exactly where I knew it was kind of going to end up 10 minutes into the movie, which, I'll be honest, is kind of a letdown. The dialogue that I mentioned before, I mean, in some instances I can take it as a pass, but some of the characters' motivations are just not how people would act in a state of panic or are confronted with the obviously weird supernatural shit that's happening here. There was a lot of the blinkers on, which didn't really make sense. And also the setup, I enjoy the aspect of going to the island, but the idea of your mother's grave has been vandalised, so you must come to the island so we can sort this out, as opposed to here's my phone number, gonna give us a call and we'll talk about what we can do. So, um, yeah, that, that, that felt a bit... Mm. Uh, some of the special effects were good. Some of them were are going to look pretty bad in like two years' time. They were already kind of looking a, a tad ropey. I can imagine that's probably because Mickey Keaton tends to work with relatively small budgets. So I would guess that's, that's what's behind that. Uh, the cameos are brilliant, but they also show much better actors in those cameos over the ones that have slightly longer roles. So that also becomes a slight negative towards it. And yeah, the back half of this movie became a kind of 
lethargic and lazy Lovecraft story, uh, especially towards the end and the reveal, which like did make my eyes roll a little bit. So that that maybe doesn't necessarily work in its favour either. So what I've kind of got here is a mixed bag. Some stuff I really enjoyed. I enjoyed the casting for the most part. I enjoy the runtime, the setup, and the first half of this movie is all things I can get on board with. The dialogue, for the most part, was pretty good, but some of it really, really kind of shoddy. And some of the characters' motivations are, like, beyond head-scratching. Uh, some of those great cameos take away from lesser performances in this. And it has a wholly predictable ending and a kind of shoehorned-in Lovecraft element towards the end, which did feel a bit well-trodden, is what I will say about that. So overall, off-season, um, I'm going to be honest, I, I, it comes right down the middle for me. This is a 2.5 out of 5. Somewhere between I didn't like it and I liked it. I can't go any higher than that. And I don't know if I'd ever watch this again, if I'm honest. I've seen this sort of plot, this sort of setup, and the whole you've always been the caretaker sort of reveal being done much better in movies with a lot less of a budget and a lot less of a cast. So there we go, 2.5 for off-season. I will be back after this break to close out the show. You're listening to the podcast Under the Stairs. And you've been listening to The Podcast Under the Stairs. This has been bonus episode 412, our second ever Shudder and Go, where you guys out there selected off-season for my viewing pleasure. Thanks very much for taking part in that poll. And if you want to take part in future Shudder and Go episodes, you need to be on the Facebook group page, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash cast. There's a multitude of ways to check out this show. Wherever you're listening to us right now, hit subscribe. That way you get the shows as and when they drop and access to the entire back catalogue of Teapots content. While you're at it, subscribe to our sister feed, the Teapots Collective. You can do that wherever you listen to podcasts and you get access to the entire archives of my shows that I do on that feed, which are where to begin with. Operate Omnia, Doing the Nasty and Chronicle. Most of those shows are on the regular, as in you get one episode a month, but because summer season is about to kick off next week they are sporadic at best for what will be the next month and a bit and then they'll return in force so bear with me as I try and get my content stabilised yeah, subscribe to both those feeds though uh, that is the best way to support what I do under the stairs as I mentioned before if you want to interact with me on Facebook facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash teaputzcast gets you the podcast under the stairs Teaputz Collective has a Facebook page which is facebook.com forward slash teaputzcast and finally you can check out Jaws's Shite which is a secret show which is available on our website teaputzcast.com you can check that out at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash a regrettable pod if you don't like Facebook and you want to interact with me on the twin prongs of social media sexiness, Instagram and Twitter, we can be followed both at at TeaputzCast. The podcast Under the Stairs will return for you, dear listeners, on Sunday, where we drop the last episode before summer series kicks off. It will be an Arrow video assortment, and I guarantee listening pleasure for you when you check it out. So until then, wherever you are, what the time zone is, what have you up to in this big bad world of ours, please take care of yourselves out there. This is Duncan McLeish broadcasting live from under the stairs and I am signing off.